Welcome to the teaching ministry of Pastor Taiwo Dukoya, the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shape on your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Then my main scripture tonight is taken from the book of Acts in chapter 7. I'll read from verse 9. And the patriarchs, becoming envious, sold Joseph into Egypt. But God, somebody say, but God. Hey, I can't hear you. Again. Come on, again. Let's go back and start again. But the patriarchs, becoming envious, sold Joseph into Egypt. Come on, but God was with him and delivered him out of all his troubles and gave him favor and wisdom in the presence of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he made him governor over Egypt and all his house. Now, a famine and great trouble came over all the land of Egypt. Somebody, you coming into this place, you are still at the threshold. But you are crossing into your miracle tonight in the name of Jesus. Beginning from tonight, in the name of Jesus. Please share your testimony with us. It will help a lot of people exercise faith. Over all the land of Egypt and Canaan, and our fathers found no sustainers. Any similarity with today? But when Jacob heard that there was grain in Egypt, he sent, our, he sent out our fathers first. And the second time, Joseph was made known to his brother. Hallelujah. Hmm. And Joseph's family became known to the Pharaoh. Then Joseph sent and called his father Jacob and all his relatives to him, 75 people. So Jacob went down to Egypt and he died and our fathers. And they were carried back to Shechem and laid in the tomb that Abraham bought for a sum of money from the sons of Hamor, the father of Shechem. But when the time of promise drew near, which God has sworn to Abraham, the people grew and multiplied in Egypt, till another king arose who did not know Joseph. I stop there. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I check the Bible to look for a character that I, by his grace I will use in trying to explain what has been laid on my mind or my, my heart and I was pointed to this. You will recognize that the opening statement says and the patriarchs becoming envious. Glory be to God in the highest. Hello. I say hello. Uh-huh. Sold Joseph into a uh-huh. So, uh, what about this Joseph? You know, if you are going to talk of the covenant God from the Old Testament, what will come to your mind easily? I'm just throwing that. It's so wide. I'm looking for somebody that will just capture it. If you are going to refer to him, if you are living in the Old Testament, how will you refer to him? 
this covenant-keeping God. How will you refer to him? Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's it. Anywhere there was a preaching and there was a conversation and it swore to God, you had the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob covenant. At that time, people stand still because what you utter will carry weight because you are coming from the covenant angle. It was this Jacob that gave birth to Joseph. In Genesis 37, we had most of the account or the detailed account of what we see in prophecy or in summary in Acts 9 happened. You'll see in verse 2. And this was the genealogy of Jacob and Joseph was 17. I want to say to somebody here, the covenant man of God, they will never be able to tell the history of your family without mentioning you. As a matter of fact, in the history of Nigeria, there will be somewhere that your name will appear. In the name of Jesus. I'm talking about the covenant man. And what does it mean to be a covenant man? Somebody who knows that he has a covenant with the living God. Period. Period. Praise the Lord. Because when I first saw that, I said, wait a minute, you want to tell me about Jacob? You want to tell me about what happened? I mean, Joseph was not the firstborn of Jacob. Come on, I mean, why? And the first thing is Genesis 37. And Joseph was 17. If we are going to tell the story of Jacob, we must start with the 17-year-old. It's not about age. It's about understanding. And so let me start by praying the prayer of Paul that he will grant unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. That the eyes of our understanding will be enlightened. That we may know. Praise the Lord. I say praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. So I have said that. Can I just quickly do some preambles by just defining some terms and explaining certain things? Covenant man. So what is this covenant about? What is covenant? Not to bore you with big definitions. A simple one. It's a binding relationship. It's a relationship, by the way. It's a binding relationship. Hello. Uh-huh. Defined by promises. Hello. Privileges. And responsibilities. You can extend it beyond that. Is bind. Praise the Lord. I say praise the Lord. Ordinarily, I'm praising this thing because for some time I've been living in this area and oof, I've seen the grace of God and I, he's beginning to deal with me. There's somebody here. Don't stand. I don't know what the challenge is. I don't know what the problem is. Somewhere along the line, you were made to believe that it is generational and that has disturbed your faith. You will see an end to that problem here in the name of Jesus. I say in the name of Jesus. A permanent solution. A total liberation. Because he whom the son has. Come on, talk to me. Oh, oh, except we are saying that some generational causes surpasses Okay. 
I was here, and the person is here. Your total freedom in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Also, I do not really. A covenant is bilateral. That is, two people of almost equal strength. It is where two parties will come to table. And usually it is defined by a balance, come on, of liabilities and assets. I wrote here. Where one is weak, you go into covenant with the other one that is strong. So that in a covenant, a bilateral covenant, there is mutual benefits. You bring something to table and you commit to it. Life or death. And this was the reason people entered into covenant all through history and of course in the Old Testament. If you will recall, the fiercest battle that Joshua Joshua, Joshua before whom the, the waters of Jordan fled. Joshua before whom the walls of Jericho fell. He got into battle with the enemies of the Gibeonites. Not his own trouble. He fought until the day he said we are closing. He fought to a place where he said, ah! So starts him. Moon! You can't displace him. Remain in the valley of Ajalon. I must finish this battle. It wasn't his own battle. It was a covenant battle. God will go beyond any level to defend your cause. As a covenant child of God, let me be frank with you. A lot of what we carry around is religion. Christianity is covenant. Through the blood of the everlasting, or yeah, covenant through the blood of Jesus, it is. So ordinarily, it is bilateral. But the one we are talking about, which you and I belong to, is not bilateral. It is unilateral. And let me explain it quickly. It is a totally unequal deal. You say how? One has all the power, all the resources. The other one has nothing. And yet it is a binding. <laughs> Somebody's situation has changed in the name of Jesus. Uh-uh. So now, this is the table of the covenant. And one is saying, standing here, who is your creator? Say, I want covenant with you. Glory be to God in the highest. <laughs> you know, when the Bible says that Christianity is liberty, it is. Glory be to God in the highest. I said, glory be to God in the highest. This is the kind of 
covenant that we are talking about, which you and I belong to. Now, the natural will say, this is an unfair deal. Of course it is unfair. But my question is this, you who are part of the covenant, do you know there is an unfair deal? Seriously biased towards you. Uh-huh. Can you see? If that be the case, can we explore the possibility of manifestations now? Because my, I think our problem particularly is ignorance. We don't know. And where some of us know, we just don't know how to activate it. But I may not come back to this. Let me just tell you one. When the Gibbon I saw that they will wipe them off the face of the earth, what did they do? Joshua! We have enemies. They are too much for us. Joshua didn't say, what should I do? He knew automatically that there is war. Every war for life is God's war. I know you didn't get it. Let me Have you ever read, you will hold your peace, I will fight for you? Yeah. Now, talking covenant, you know that this God that we're talking about, therefore, from what I've been saying, the only way he deals with man is covenant. It was reminding me, this morning, do I have a covenant with him? Yes, the Bible. That's a sure word. But even in the Bible, he will remind me some scriptures that he brought out that story. I'm like, wow. No wonder some things happen in my life I can't explain. And they are good. Very good. Very, very good. He reminded me of one two days ago. I won't share that with you. It's me. But one that he shared with me, that he told me that I've been sharing, sharing with people. He said, I and the children that God has given unto me. The day I heard Kenneth Copeland, he said, was talking about when he was buying his brand new jet. And everything seemed like getting stuck. He said, he turned right and left. Then he was reminded when he was crying to God. See, but I have a covenant with you. He quoted the scripture for him. He said, yes, sir. I went there. And let me quote it for you. You will delight yourself in the Lord. And it will cause you to ride on the high places of this earth. Period. He said, he shouted and jumped. Within days, he walked in the light of the revelation. And God will never fail his covenant. So who is a covenant man? A covenant conscious person. How can we talk of a covenant man? The only way we can talk about him is describing his personality. You say, really? Yes. And what does that do? They reveal his mindset. What does that do? They define his attitude to life. And that's all that matters. Every word of the Bible is clear. And I was trying to settle it with my, sp- my spirit, man. 
And I remember when Jesus gave the story of the talents and of course of the great man that gave talents to all to his servants and people now began to exhibit attitude those who succeeded succeeded by reason of their attitude those who failed failed by reason of their attitude this covenant is sure the only thing that we need to mind our attitude did you, can you remember where Jesus was speaking? He said, oh my goodness, that's me now. He said, the children of this age are wiser in their generation than the children of, than the covenant children of God. What is happening? Aren't you sick and tired of the poverty in the church? The sicknesses in the church? The weaknesses in the church? The fears in the church. The worries in the church. And we are talking of the congregation of the covenant children of God. I'm reminded quickly. Because the truth is that when the nation's economy coughs, ah, it's in the church that you feel it the most. What an insult. I'm reminded of a story I read many years ago. I'm still looking for the full story. I've been trying to look at it. Somebody quoted it. said, during the Great Depression, South Korea was nothing. And when the leaders put their heads together, they were thinking, what do we do? Then they said, there is a group of people amongst us called Christians. They are givers. They are the ones that will bend back and take out of the little they have for a cause that will affect humanity. So let's approach them. The church gave. That's what transformed to what you see as South Korea today. I read it. I dropped the book. The whole principles of the covenant worked out for them. Remember? It's a binding agreement defined, hello, by what? Promises, privileges, and responsibilities. Somebody said, other than your salvation, is somebody hearing me? I'm talking to men. Other than your salvation, the only important, the next most important thing in your life is your attitude. Attitude is the reason why the best may not make the team. But I'm here to say something to us. It is our time. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I say in the name of Jesus. So that takes me back to our opening story. The patriarchs envy. <laughs> Can I ask you the question? How rich was Joseph that will attract such an envy? At 17, what did he have? If you go to Genesis 37, listen, gentlemen, he was the son of the father's old age. 
and the father loved him more than any other child. That was his offense. So sometimes it's not what you do. It is who you are that causes the problem. But don't you think it will be very painful then if you don't even know who you are and the world knows who we are and they are becoming envious. Double punishment. What kind of nonsense? I'm talking to covenant children of God. Ah, I feel the fire. Can I be frank with you in the name of Jesus? That will be resolved from this meeting. Sooner than you can expect in the name of Jesus. Okay. But before I get into that detail, let me just quickly say this. Okay, but, but pastor, there are many covenants in the Bible. Oh, yes, there are covenants. He won't deal with man except through covenant. Yes, in the garden, there was covenant. Adamic. Noahic. Hello. Abrahamic. Mosaic. You can go on and on. Oh, Sinai. That was still under Moses. Moses. Davidic. The new covenant. And you will observe that every covenant is a step towards the consummation of all covenants. The new covenant. Every one is an improvement and a step nearer. Until Jesus came. And ratifying the covenant won't be the blood of any goat or bull. His blood. And there remains therefore no more sacrifice. And that's the covenant that you and I operate. You think God will feel that? Praise the Lord! You see, my small life, in very, very many little ways, I can stand in Jesus' name. Like my person for us, this Jesus is real. I know! In small things, I will share one with Pastor Kuli. Let's go back to this man. The father loved him. And that was the beginning of his problem. I think the first thing I want to say is this. Whether you like it or not, challenges of life will come. Come on, talk to me. Or maybe there are people here who never have any challenges in life. So then, another thing I want to quickly say, judging from the life of Joseph, God helping us, we'll touch it, but where we can't, we just let go. It's not the problems, that's the problem. It is what you think and how you feel about the problem. The same thing will happen to two people. One will ride over it and go, and then one will commit suicide. That's not your portion. In the name of Jesus. I said, that is not your portion. In the name of Jesus. Let me go back to this man. 
the father loved him and remember his father I say his name, the father's name is part of how God is defined as a covenant God. So you can imagine how close. And of course, what we read said, the patriarchs. So these are the fathers of this movement. Praise the Lord. Come on, I say praise the Lord. Amen. And so that will tell you something, that if this man didn't know anything, he knew the relationship he had with the covenant-keeping God. Although the Bible didn't let us into a lot about that in his life, but we can, we can deduce from certain things that happen and the way he handled them. Praise the Lord. But we can leave him and look at other people's lives we just know easily. Oh, David, oh, he wrote all the Psalms. Hi! What about Daniel? Three times a day he was there worshiping and praising God. Glory be to God in there. What about, what about, what about Paul, the man that would say that, no, I don't want to see anybody for the next 14 years. <laughs> Only me and God. Ho, ho, ho! Praise the Lord. But not much he said to us about this man. But we saw it in his life. Praise the Lord. And so, are you surprised that early in life, he began to understand the purpose of his creation? You can't be a man of his presence and be a wanderer. Never! Everywhere I go, discover from me, Pastor. How do I know my purpose? I hear it everywhere. So, are you asking me that? Are you not a Christian? How do you know his purpose if you don't get into his presence? If you get into his presence, do you need to beg for his purpose? You will see it, you will know it. Do you think there was any one time that Adam doubted his purpose? It was when, it was when he fell. Did you hear David? He said, even if war will arise, if enemies will come from the other side, say one thing I ask of you, Lord, and that will I seek after, that I may remain and dwell in your presence. May, may I not be so distracted that your presence will be one thing I will throw out of the window. God forbid. Praise the Lord. So early in life, he knew. How did he know? He dreamt. <laughs> uh, God still reveals purposes to people. Then coupled with the fact that he was loved by his parents, then he went to talk to his father and talk to his siblings. I had a dream, brother. I've heard people preach, and I've preached it too, that the mistake he made was that he was sharing his vision. Please, let me ask you a question. If you had such a dream, who will you share with? Who not you share with your brother? Uh -huh. Who not you share with your father? He didn't share with outsiders. He shared with his, uh -uh, his older brothers. Okay. Maybe what we say when we preach like that is if he didn't tell them, he wouldn't have suffered what he suffered. He would have suffered it from elsewhere. But maybe it's good for you to keep quiet. Don't share. Maybe it's good. So I'm not preaching against it. I hope you know that. Praise the Lord. I say praise the Lord. But what I'm establishing is this. That was the beginning of his life trials and challenges. And I know that sitting in here today, people have challenges. 
hello i say praise the lord praise jesus amen so this day appeared to them and the father was saying go check them out wasn't it the same thing that happened with david's father go check your brothers out the same thing go check your brothers out david got there and Goliath got killed joseph got there but he was kidnapped there was an evil conspiracy by his own brothers against him praise the lord i said praise the lord and what did they say look at the dreamer it's our opportunity and can you imagine what they thought to do to kill it doesn't matter whether it's coming from nearby or far the devil's mission is clear steal kill destroy but god still has somebody there and that's one thing about covenant your covenant partner will never leave you alone and i tell people when you know you're in a covenant you know that that day you entered into covenant you stop doing it alone praise the lord i say praise the lord amen so reuben said ah this will be terrible he prevented them and from all the story he left i don't know where he went and then he said let's put him in the well so they threw him in the well but before he came they sold him to the to the midianite who carried him into egypt hello the king to be the heir was made slave you talk of trials i know your situation is terrible i know but is it as terrible as the betrayer and the conspiracy of evil death threat and invariably being sold into slavery by your own brothers is your case right now as bad as that follow me i mean your case what you are going through i know your case is financial at least most of our cases here is, is it that bad but i am really intrigued by this joseph we didn't hear anything until he appeared in the slave market naked And Potiphar came to buy, and the Potiphar's slave, and he was taken to Potiphar's house. And the Bible tells me, and God was with him. Covenant man, if you forget anything, remember, and God was with him. But your case is even better. He's not just with you. You are one with him. That's no covenant. Believe me, he's stronger. And the Bible says, from the day he stepped into, I feel the fire, from the day he stepped into the house of Potiphar. Can I tell someone here today? Oh, thank you, Jesus. It's amazing that the only way we define the presence of God nowadays is in money. But it's okay. Money is needed. It's really very, very, it's very important. Very, very important. It costs money to build this. 
it costs money to sit comfortably here. It's costing money to run this program. Money is needed. Can I say to you somebody here, in the name of Jesus, your days of struggle with money is over. I'm not joking. I'm talking of the covenant mindset. From that day, things changed. Can you imagine the slave that you saw naked? It didn't take you time to say, please be in charge, and that place changed. Be in charge, and that place changed. Be in charge, and that place changed. It's an attitude. I'm saying to someone here, your employer is about to have a change of mind about you. In the name of Jesus. But that change will begin with you. How? Knowing who you are. Is somebody hearing me? Somebody says to me, there is no job. I've just been thrown out. No way to pay. No way to do this. I hear you. Your situation is real. But when you know who you are and where you are coming from, you will never get stuck on they did this. They didn't do this. I have this. I don't have this. One person said, said the problem with many, particularly covenant children, is the fact that you allow what you don't have to become an issue so much to disturb the many good things you have. I'm reminded of a story of somebody that would like to be very active in the, I think I shared it here before, in the aviation industry. Again, I read it from Kenneth Copeland many years ago. He said the guy decided, ah, Nobody will take you. you don't, he had no skills. So he would go say, let me volunteer. What do you want to do? He said, I will wipe the floor. So when the grease pour and everything, he will carry you wear the overall and wipe it with the, with the, with the, with the, with the solvent and clean it. So he will call him, hey, Jack. He will go clean. Hey, any work they would do, Jack, he will go clean. From there, he became, hey, Jack, you know, that big one, we used to call it this. Get me the wrench. Get me this. And so he, le- he went from what? Washing the floor onto handling tools to them. He began to know it. He began to know it. Until he, get, he got to a, a stage, I think one of the least key workers in the team was not there. They said, Jack, can you sit in for him? He sat in for him. <laughs> Before long, ladies and gentlemen, he became an expert. He wrote all the professional exams. And on the job, he had his skills. He became one to be sought for in the industry. Don't tell me that they suck me. Don't tell me that they retrench me. And because of that, I'm dying. You know what I decided? One of the lessons I learned from this kind, this man, don't get stuck on anything in your life other than getting stuck on waiting for Jesus to see you through. Who are you waiting for? The very man you depend on may be there today, tomorrow, no more. So what's your hope? But when you trust God, he will bring Potiphar to the slave market. I'm talking to covenant man here. And we're beginning to get into the attitude of the covenant man. The covenant man is never, never, never sitting back and sympathizing with himself and sulking and regretting. There is no regret in the, co- in the diary of a covenant man. If in the dictionary of a covenant man, no regret. 
they asked me the question, what are your regrets in life? I said, unfortunately, I don't have. I said, what? I don't have. Really? Yeah. You mean you've not suffered anything? Oh, I've suffered many things. How come you don't have regrets? For a covenant child of God, all things work together. It's an attitude. Don't you know that every shut door is a pointer to another open door? Don't cry and die at the shut door. You are in covenant with the maker of heaven and earth. It's easy for a covenant man to be content because his dependence is solely on God. And in his, in, 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 his, in, 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 in his life assignment, you think God will ever send you without providing? And still talking about Joseph, please hear me well. I know you are very attentive. Praise the Lord. Oh, I mean, praise the Lord. Oh, yes, I mean, praise the Lord. Oh, yeah, praise the Lord. You haven't seen fight except in the place of your calling. No, no, no. Think about it. I'm talking of covenant children of God. Jesus Christ. Where did they fight him? Where did the devil fight? Where did he fight him? Where did he use men to fight him? Only in the area of redeeming man. They fought him. They argued with him. They wanted to throw him headlong. They wanted to stone him to death. He would just take himself away from them. Until finally they killed him and they were happy. Yes! But then all things worked together. Daniel, he was only in his place of assignment. That's where the fight came. Even carrying him in slavery to Babylon. If Daniel never, if he never went into Babylon, you will never hear his name. Somebody shall praise the Lord. I'm saying that to say to you, it's not what has happened to you in life or what is currently happening to you. It's your attitude. And your attitude must be informed by your understanding of the fact that you're a covenant child of God. I'm talking about Joseph and Daniel. Hello. There are certain things that if they don't happen in your life, you will never go to where you are. You won't get to where you're going. As a covenant child of God, there is no failure in your life. You may recognize a setback. And what we say by the grace of God is this. Don't let that setback now become a weight. Let it become a lesson. Now, it's only in the place of your calling that you experience fight. Hallelujah. And so we give God all the glory. So I begin to now begin to conclude by saying this. <laughs> At every stage in Joseph's life, he had an option. I'm talking attitude now. Hello. So when they sold him into slavery, my brothers. Ha! This world! Ah! If you had gone that route, you would have died in the well. Can I be frank with you? If all I brought to the table was nothing, 
and all he brought was himself and everything. My only expected attitude is expecting him to always come through for me. Trust! Joseph trusted the God that he was in covenant with. He will come through. How? I don't know. Number two, gratitude. Praise the Lord. What did you contribute? That you want to die because of a small setback. Can't you see that your life is a life of gratitude? Just every day. Thank you, Jesus. Where there's a short change or a shortfall, ah! I give you praise. Or how do you interpret? In everything. And even when you know it's a trial, deliberately consider it joy. You know why? Because joy is the oxygen of this covenant. And you know what makes this covenant so interesting? It's so intertwined in the New Testament that I carry his name. Everything I do in life because I'm in covenant is in him, in womb, in Christ. It's in the name of Jesus. Hello. John 15. You didn't choose me. I chose you. And I chose you that you bear fruit. There's no way you're not barefoot in the name of Jesus. I am concluding. So he always had, a, he always had an option. To mention just a few. When in Potiphar's house, and everything was fine and fly. Potiphar promoted him. Madame too promoted him. But because you know that from the day you recognize that you are in a covenant relationship, you understand that you don't do anything alone anymore in your life. It's you and your covenant partner. Guess what he said? I cannot commit this wickedness against God and against the man that trusts me so much. And the woman was angry. There is a saying. It says something hell and the fury of... Hell had no fury like a woman what? Scorn. The result, he was sent to another death row. He was in the death row in the prison. He said, How? They killed the baker. Those were his colleagues in the prison. My question is this How bad is your past or your current situation that you want to mortgage your future? Pastor, you don't know what you're talking about. We're talking Nigeria. Can I say this? Can I tell you the truth? Your deliverance and your breakthrough will become a model to be studied by many. When you know who you are as a covenant child of God. People. You've heard somebody here that sold my mind. They are studying her case, not only in LBS. They are studying her case in America, in London, everywhere. Moi, moi. Started with what? 1,000 naira. Tell your neighbor, I'm a covenant man. 
in the name of Jesus. If Joseph came through all these, and today we are reading his story, his legacy stands sure forever. If he ruled his generation, somebody here will rule his generation. In spite of where you have been and what you are going through, in the name of Jesus. It's pretty easy to say things are bad. I never heard it once from the lips of Joseph. Never. And yet things were terrible. Another example I'll quickly bring. I asked myself the question, when the king said, no man in Egypt will eat, henceforth, except it comes through you. Wow. So even for Potiphar and his wife to feed, they were applied to Joseph. The natural man will say, let me show them. When they will come and bow before him, he will look from his seat and look at Potiphar's wife. You, not Joseph. Joseph knew that he was in her. We never heard that there was any trouble there. When the famine hit home in their homeland, their dad said, please, there is food in Egypt. Go look for food. When his brothers that sold him all lined up before him, he went back inside, shut the door and wept. Not that he was feeling bad for them, but he was saying, how great. How great that you preserve them. And the very dream you showed me. What if he had committed suicide? There is nothing that you can trade for a great attitude in the kingdom of God. Every instruction in the Bible is towards a great attitude. Count it as joy. Rejoice again, I say rejoice. Do not repay evil for evil. Forgive. Be long-suffering. Be tolerant. Finally, he set them up. He said, how, do, you, do you have another sibling? They said, yes, he's the younger one. The elder brother of this one died and her father is yet to be really, to recover from the trauma. Really? Can you bring that one next time? They were trying to do it. If you don't bring him, it will be difficult for me to give you any portion. Wow, they brought him. He was looking at his brother, looking at them. Is your father alive? Yes. Hmm. When he couldn't hold it anymore, he said, please... My staff, excuse us. I'm talking of somebody here. Please hear me and hear me where Nigeria is waiting for you.
I don't do much. My corner is small. When your corner is needed, the world will look for you. Amen. They excused them. Then he unveiled. They were still looking at him. Said, I am Joseph. Joseph, whose funeral was conducted at home. You know what that tells me? For a covenant man, there is no killing your dream. Because usually your dream is the place of your assignment. And your assignment is a blessing to your world. Or how do you explain you are the light of this world? It does not matter if you are a mechanic. Or you are a Nollywood actor. It doesn't matter if you are an engineer. Or an aircraft pilot. Lawyer or teacher. There is nothing God cannot use. What will define your platform is your consciousness of the covenant. And the importance and the reach of your platform is your consciousness of the covenant which you live by. They wept. He wept. Then fear gripped them. I don't know who I'm talking to. Don't you think it's time to forgive? What you don't understand is that the body of the hurt of the past, of the pain of the past, is dousing your creativity. It's beclouding the brightness of your future. Live it. Go forward. In the name, I don't have the means. Didn't you hear the man that volunteered? Do some things pro bono. I beg you. The thing is, you can't just sit down doing nothing. The economy. Is it the economy that defines you or the covenant you are into? Don't you know that in your covenant, what does happen? In your place of weakness, run into his strength. Is the owner of the cattle on a thousand hills. But he could at that point say, Go catch you. It's time to revenge. It doesn't pay, it doesn't work. He told them, say, go bring my father. You know what? Don't be afraid. When you were doing it, you thought it was evil. It really it was evil. But God. In fact, the way he said it, he said, God sent me ahead to preserve posterity. Can you see? What today you think is the greatest evil could be the key to the best future. And now, it's easy now in the covenant to operate to declare boldly all things work together for good. Now you can agree with me that for us, covenant children of God, we have no regrets. We don't have regrets. We are free as the air. There's nobody to impress. We are too busy invoking and activating the covenant for the benefit of many. The day you become stuck with only me, my, and I, you are cutting yourself short.
Don't you know that the best time to reach out to help is when you are in need? There will be somebody who is poorer than you. There will be somebody who is weaker than you. Give a lending hand and see whether such seeds don't multiply quick. And when Joe prayed for his friends, his captivity. I close on this note. The Bible says, Oof, I feel the fire. Oh. It just reminds me, say, say it again. Don't get stuck on nothing what's it in life that will create a stagnation for you. Don't waste your precious life getting stuck on some things. Can I repeat? Get stuck waiting for Jesus. Two scriptures. One in the Old Testament. They that wait. How? If they build up to it. Say, why are you saying that you have been abandoned by God? Why are you saying that God does not even know I? Hey! You are in covenant with God. Don't you know he's binding? He will. Man may forget. He will never forget. You are that special to him. And this covenant, remember, it's not the type. It's not even the type that Joseph had. This one is the blood of Jesus. Uh -uh. It's a new beginning. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> ah. Looks like it has turned the bend. I command the restoration in the name of Jesus. Aha. 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 I sense unusual wisdom from above. Supernatural favor in the name of Jesus. They that wait upon the Lord. Get stuck on waiting on him to do it. I said the only thing expected of me in this covenant, faith! The just shall live by. The second thing, gratitude. What did I bring? And see me. As long as I'm visiting him with these two, I'm on He doesn't eat a bar. He doesn't eat a kokore. He doesn't eat apple. He doesn't eat a kai. Just give him praise. Just thank him. You see the best of him. They that wait upon him, they will renew. Come on. And they will do what? They will ma hey, hey, hey. You thought you were stuck. You are about to soar. Aha. Uh -huh. Aha. Uh -huh. You are a covenant child of God. You know one of the things that can destroy this privilege. What are you telling? Murmuring. Complaints. Don't you ever. You can't be thankful and be complaining. 
they don't go together. They are flip sides of the same coin. If you complain it is up, then your praises are dead. That's not you in the name of Jesus. Ah. <laughs> Whether you are complaining to man or God, complain is complain. From today, woo, in the name of Jesus, it's a big breakthrough for us. How much more your heavenly father give to them who ask of good things to them who ask of him. Our life is not partly covenant and partly secular. It is totally covenant. I will never leave you. I'm bound. You are bound to me. I'm the vine, you are the branches. My father is the husband man. If you abide in me and my word dwells in you, you will ask whatever you will. You did not choose me. I chose you and I appoint you to bear fruit and that your fruit will remain. And whatever you ask the father in my name, he will get to know. You have some privileges that are not normal. He said that wait there. The root is like two cords that are twisted together. Inseparable. You are not separate. We can separate you from the love of Christ. Shall tribulation, shall fear, shall worry, principality, man, nothing. It's a covenant. You need to remember all the time and please sleep well and see God move like I've never seen him and the whole essence of tonight is to remind you there is always a future for you so shall it be in the name of Jesus <laughs> so mount up with wings as ego somebody said you see an eagle before? They say it's only threatened by one kind of bird called candor. Big when they come against the eagle. The eagle runs. They come, the eagle runs. They come! The eagle now looks for the wind. When it's getting the face of the wind, the candor can't move. The eagle faces the storm of the wind and whoo, it is resistance that causes him to swallow. now regardless of how bad it may look the truth these days as a covenant child of God you will outlive this time Amen. you will outlive these problems in the name of Jesus do you know when we say in the name of Jesus we are acting the capacity of our covenant partner we represent him here that's the covenant uh, as, he, as he was on earth is the way we are now he represented God here you are looking for the Father. You are seeing me and you are looking for the Father. Tell me, how many miracles did Jesus perform after resurrection? How many miracles after resurrection? No. At that time, it was not in that day that he was referring to in John chapter 16. He has resurrected. He had handed over the baton to us. Covenant. And while he was here, he said, all the miracles you saw, I did in the name of my Father. And when he was going, he said, All authority in heaven and on heaven and heaven and on earth has been given unto me. You go in my name. Refuse to be defined by your problems. Be defined by the covenant. You are a covenant child of God. By the time I see you next year, in the name of Jesus, you have testimonies. <laughs>
He said, they will run and they will never be weary. They will walk. They will never faint. Somebody says that eagles have different sizes. They have different shapes. But we know them by their attitude. The same thing that happens to all happens to eagles. But by their attitude, you know, this one is an ego. The second scripture after this, after the hall of fame in Hebrews chapter 11, chapter 12 says, now that we are surrounded with such a great cloud of witnesses, oh, I feel the fire. Let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Let me put Hebrews 11, yeah, Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2 quickly. I'll close that verse. Shall we read? It says how? So how will you get out of where you are, get to where you are going, and finishing well as a covenant child of God? Looking unto who? Jesus. Who is Jesus? Your covenant partner. <laughs> Looking unto Jesus. What? The author and the finisher. What do you do wasting your time with who does not know where you are going? What, does not, what cannot define your next level? Don't get distracted. Get stuck on Jesus. Looking unto the author and the finisher of what? Come on. <laughs> Who for what? Please. What? No, 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 no. Watch the word. Who for what? Joy. If you remove joy, people don't get anything in the kingdom. After all, we drop water from the well of salvation. What? With what? Joy. Hey, yeah. Who for the joy that was set before him? What happened? Wow. Ah. I thought he had his own ego. He despised the shame. And what has happened? He finished well. You will sit down at the end. In the name of Jesus. Can I say this clearly without any fear of contradiction in the name of Jesus? If you are a born again child of God, you are a gift to Nigeria. Yeah. You are a gift to your family. Yeah. You are a gift to your generation. Yeah. Jesus did not die in vain. He died for you and me. The best of you is still ahead of you. In the name of Jesus, I say you can never get stuck on any issue of life. In the name of Jesus, I called you, and I chose you, and I appointed you to what? Bear fruit, and your fruit will remain. You will leave an outstanding legacy. In the name of Jesus. Do you know that we don't have worry in our dictionary too? We get concerned about things, but we don't get worried over them. Because we know our covenant partner is always at work. Say the Lord I have kept before me is always at my right hand. I shall not be moved. As the covenant child of God, He is my wisdom, He's my light and my salvation, He's the strength of my life, He's my wisdom, He's my sanctification, He's my justification, He's my righteousness. Oh yes. He has never failed. He's not about to fail in my case. He never breaks the covenant. The word that's gone out of mouth will never return to him void. I have so much behind me in terms of us. Of, of, of war. I have his name, I have his word, I have his spirit. Glory be to God in the highest. 
shall we lift up our hands and worship him? Worship him. Worship him. Faithful God, I speak increase over your lives. In the name of Jesus. I still let the lines begin to fall for you in pleasant places. In the name of Jesus. I decree in the name of Jesus that every crooked becomes straight for you in the name of Jesus. I say in the name of Jesus, let the rough smoothen out before you. In the name of Jesus, let your valley fill up in the name of Jesus. Let your mountain come down in the name of Jesus. Let the double-lived doors fling open in the name of Jesus. You are a covenant child of God. Help from above. Help where you least expect it. Because he will always send help to you. We give him praise. We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Dukoya, please contact us at the Fountain of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries, Off Town Planning Way, Ilukoju, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you. God bless you.